Today's episode of Styled Social, the podcast, is sponsored by Skillshare. If you're unfamiliar with Skillshare, it's a website with thousands of courses brought to you by the best of the best in their industries. I've said time and time again on here that it is so important to educate yourself in order to achieve your career goals, make more money, reach more clients, grow your community, and just become more successful overall. I'm so excited to be partnering with them because I've been using Skillshare literally since I started Styled Social to learn how to start a business, build a successful business model, improve my graphic design and branding skills, grow my socials and online community, tap into the algorithms on our favorite social media platforms, and just be able to give my clients the best digital marketing experience possible. Plus, there's tens of thousands of other areas and niches to explore, and it's just a great, great way to learn a new skill and better yourself in your career. I have an exclusive discount for you guys that you can only find here, which is 30% off your annual Skillshare membership with code ANNUAL30AFF. That is ANNUAL30AFF, and I'll be sure to include this code and a link in the episode description. Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to... Oh, my microphone's kind of far away from me right now. Welcome to part two of our New Year's goal-setting episode. I hope you guys all had a wonderful New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. I'm recording this before New Year's. I think today is the 29th. I just feel like in those couple of days between Christmas and New Year's, I don't know if it's just me, but I tend to like lose track of the days. But anyways, my plans for New Year's are to have a second Christmas at my boyfriend's family's house. There was a little bit of a COVID situation on Christmas, so... I still think that's awesome, though, that we get to spend a second Christmas with them. Like, what's better than one Christmas? Two Christmases. So I'm super, super excited for that. And yeah, my New Year's Day is just going to be kind of chill, relaxed. I think I'm going to do like a deep clean of my apartment, maybe have like a reset day, do some real in-depth skincare um like I said deep clean my apartment maybe put away Christmas decorations I'm not sure yet but I will definitely let you guys know so on last Thursday's episode we talked about three goals that we had set for ourselves in the past a goal we've achieved a goal we've achieved quicker than expected and a goal we haven't achieved yet or is still in progress We looked at the goals we've achieved and analyzed what habits and factors contributed to achieving them. For me, this was support for my loved ones, branching out and trying new things, following my intuitions and passions, educating myself, and listening to my body. We also took a look at the goals we still haven't achieved yet and what not-so-good habits or factors have contributed to slowing down our progress. For me, I said that this is letting life situations get in the way, putting things off and procrastinating. I'm a big procrastinator and that's something that I hope to kind of smush in 2023. And also letting my anxiety get in the way of achieving my goals. I ask you guys to jot down your helpful habits and factors when it comes to achieving your goals, as well as the habits and factors that inhibited your success. So take a moment to pull out that paper, open your notes app, or take a moment to just remember what they were because we are going to need them here shortly. We also talked about how many goals are universal and lots of us are setting them like working out more in 2023 
eating healthier, going in a different direction in our careers, etc., etc. However, it's important to recognize that we're each so different and unique in our own individual ways, so it's important to take into consideration the ways our bodies work, our minds work, our career paths, etc., so that we can really create a game plan that works for us individually. So today we are going to be talking about setting realistic, achievable goals for ourselves, setting ourselves up for success, and how we can hold ourselves accountable throughout the year, and I'll be sharing some of my goals slash goal ideas with you guys. So on to our weekly segments. My weekly intention is to set myself up for success right off the bat. So as I mentioned in the last episode, I want to schedule a reset slash fresh start week. This was inspired by Kaylee Stewart of Hot Girl Energy Podcast. And this is kind of where I just schedule a bunch of wellness appointments like my yearly physical um, getting my teeth cleaned, a facial, all at the beginning of the year to just set my year off on the right track. I also want to finalize my vision board, and we'll be talking a little bit more about vision boards later in this episode, so hold on tight. And then I also want to deep clean my apartment, as I said, put away Christmas, which is kind of sad. <laughs> I hate putting away Christmas decorations, but you know, you got to do it. You can't leave them up all year round. And then maybe letting go of some old clothes, accessories on like Depop or whatnot, and just doing a lot of like prepping for my business and the podcast for the new year. Moving on to my weekly favorites. My first is the Rare Beauty Soft Pinch Blush in Happy. I got this from my parents for Christmas, just a little gift, and I absolutely love it. I've been loving liquid blushes you guys the milk makeup liquid or not liquid but like blush cream blush stick i love that one i love the soft pinch by rare beauty i also love like the glossier oh my goodness i can't remember what it's called the cloud paint yes the cloud paint because i just feel like it stays on so much better compared to like a powder blush which kind of like it goes away throughout the day <laughs> but i have been loving liquid blushes especially the rare beauty soft pinch blush and then my second favorite of the week is the razor siren mini microphone if you are a podcaster like myself you need to get your hands on this one i think it's super super affordable it has been on sale over the holidays i'm not too sure about that anymore but i'll go ahead and link it in the description below and I just love it. I feel so much more legit, you guys, with a mic now. And it's so cute. It's so aesthetic. It's not like one of those big, bulky, like, eyesore microphones. It's super cute. I got the one in Mercury White, and it just looks so aesthetic and nice sitting on my desk. So let's get on into the bulk of today's episode and start off with setting realistic goals for ourselves. So we're setting goals for the year 2023, goals that we can achieve within the next 365 days. I want to start off by saying I absolutely do not mean for this segment of today's episode to come off negatively, but I think it is so, so important to be realistic when it comes to goal setting, and here's why. Setting a goal for ourselves and not achieving it can often have a really negative effect on our self-worth, our self-esteem, how we perceive our success, etc. And like I mentioned in the last episode, you know yourself best and how you'll respond to tackling a challenging goal, facing bumps in the road, facing criticism, and the same goes for setting realistic goals for yourself. So for example, 
I set a goal for myself with my anxiety and I shared this in the last podcast episode that I wanted to come off of my medication and be at like a 10% this past October. And when I said 10%, my psychiatrist kind of like, when we would talk together, we would talk about like, oh, what percentage do you think your anxiety is at right now? Like what percentage do you think that it's like really affecting your life? And I would be like, oh, like 80%, 70%. My goal is to get down to like a 10%. You know, because I don't want to tell myself like, okay, I'm going to get it down to like a 0% and be, you know, disappointed when it's not. But I wanted to get to a 10% where, you know, it's still kind of there, but it's not affecting my life as much. It's manageable. You know, I can live with it. And I did not achieve that as I shared in my past or the prior episode. Um, I did not come off of my med- my medication in October and I was a little bummed because I had hoped to be to a much better place by then and I am in a much better place but that was one of my big goals was to come off of my medication and my psychiatrist and I decided that that just was not possible at the time and I felt a little disappointed in myself So this is why I now find it so important to be realistic when setting goals for ourselves. Most things in life are absolutely possible, except for maybe like absurd things like I want to walk to Hawaii. Like you can't do that. (laughs) But we're looking at the next 365 days, right? So it's important to come to terms with the idea that sometimes like with me and my anxiety and me in college, like I mentioned in the last episode, it took me four years or six years as opposed to like the typical four years it might take longer to achieve a goal and that's okay so say you're someone who's currently making like 45k and you have a goal of making 150k doing the same job that you are currently at this is absolutely attainable within a year like there's people that make that huge wage jump but the odds are not super high Like, I know 105k jump for me in 2023 is possible, but it is highly, highly unlikely. And I have a much better shot at maybe attaining that raise in a span of maybe three to five years doing what I'm doing since I'm still establishing my business and I'm still in the early stages. I would say for me, a 50k raise in wages this year would be much more attainable than 105k raise in wages. If I achieve that, awesome. If I come close, still awesome. But if I set a goal of 105k increase in wages and only make 50k, I'd probably be like, damn, I'm nowhere near my goal. Where did I go wrong? When in reality, I didn't go wrong. A 50k increase in pay is still really, really good. So your goal is to make 105k more than you're making right now. You want to jump from 45k to 150k, like I said. Make this a three-year goal instead of maybe a one-year goal. Aim to make 75k by the end of 2023 and then 120k by the end of 2024 and finally 150k by the end of 2025. This is just an example. I obviously don't know what you do or how you can increase your wages whether you're employed and that would be through receiving raises or promotions or you're like me and you work for yourself. But moral of the story is it's important to be realistic when setting goals so that you don't feel like a failure when you absolutely should not be, you know? You shouldn't feel like a failure, you know? Sometimes we just set super high unrealistic goals for ourselves and that causes us to feel like a failure when in reality we absolutely are not. So 
I'm not gonna, oh, I just dropped something on my desk. <laughs> I'm not gonna have my heart set on traveling to Dubai, Paris, Italy, Ibiza, and Greece all in one year because I know that this isn't attainable where I'm at right now. But someday I'd absolutely love to be able to knock out a bunch of crazy trips and go and see a bunch of countries all in one year. But I just know that if I clung to that idea and became super, super passionate about it and didn't achieve it, I'd probably feel like I failed at the end of the year when not traveling to all those places within 365 days does not, in fact, make me a failure. So next, let's talk about setting ourselves up for success. It's important to build the most solid foundation possible for our successes, and this is going to look different for everyone. So you have goals for 2023 like traveling, buying a home, moving out on your own. These are goals that can come with a hefty price tag, so it's important to set yourself up for success financially so that you have a strong foundation to achieve these goals. So something that you can do is really establish a savings plan if you haven't already. So maybe devoting half of your paychecks to savings or 20%, which is the amount that I did during college, and it really, really helped. Doing a clean sweep of your finances. This is something that I will be doing, and this means cutting unnecessary spending like subscriptions you don't use. I recently switched from Apple Music, which I think is now $11.99 a month, to Spotify Premium, this package deal where it's like Spotify Premium, Hulu, and Showtime for $4.99 a month for students. I did set this up back when I was a student, and even though I'm not a student anymore, Spotify don't come for me, (laughs) it lasts about four years, which is awesome. So I will have that $4.99 for all those things for the next four years, and this is just way better than $11.99 a month for Apple Music. And maybe seeking out a financial advisor. This is something that I might do myself. It just depends on if I have the budget for it, but I have heard such good things about or from people who have sought out financial advisors. They say that they really help them, you know, invest in stocks, NFTs, those kinds of things. If that's something that you would be interested in, Um, they really educate them on those topics and help them get started in a safe way so that they don't lose their money. Um, They also can help you set up savings plans and savings accounts and start growing like your retirement plan. Um, Another thing is budgeting. And setting up an app like Acorns that rounds up your purchases to the nearest dollar and saves the extra cents, which in the end really add up. And something that I also did recently to start kind of saving more money and being more conscious about my finances is planning my meals before hitting the grocery stores. Back when I lived in San Diego, I would just like grocery shop and not have any rhyme or reason to it. I would just go to Trader Joe's and grab what looked good and kind of like think of meals there and then I would get home and realize I don't have all the ingredients and things would just sit in my pantry or in my refrigerator and go bad and like what a waste of money that is so oh there's the train if you guys know we have a a friendly train that passes by (laughs) like every 30 minutes of where I live so I'm just gonna pause the episode here and let it go by So after I moved into my most recent apartment where I'm at right now with my boyfriend, I realized, okay, I'm paying more in rent (laughs) and I also now have a business that I want to make some investments in and money, you know, I really want to save money. So I started planning my meals on Pinterest before going grocery shopping, planning out what meals that I wanted to make for the week, planning out meals that included like similar ingredients so I'm not a milk drinker but if 
a meal required like whole milk or something like that or 2% milk or whatnot, um, I would get like a bunch of recipes that I know would finish the gallon of milk. So, or like it wasn't a gallon, but anyways, you guys get what I'm saying. So I would go out and, or I would go on my Pinterest and look at the recipes for all these things, make a list of everything that I needed to get at the grocery store, head to the grocery store, and I'm finding that I'm not letting anything go bad. I'm getting way more meals out of my grocery list, and it's just been way better on my wallet. In fact, doing this meal planning sort of thing on Pinterest has allowed me to save so much money. And if you guys are interested in some really, really good Pinterest recipes, I, not to toot my own horn, I am the queen of Pinterest. I have so many amazing recipes, just as well as my 2023 vision board. I have so many fun boards on Pinterest if you guys want to give me a follow. So my personal Pinterest, which is my favorite, (laughs) is at Peyton, P-A-Y-T-O-N underscore Wink, W-I-N-K. And if you want to follow Styled Social on Pinterest, it is Styled underscore Social. So now say that you have some goals for yourself that surround your mental well-being, like finally overcoming your anxiety or depression, cutting off a toxic relationship with a partner, a friend, or a family member, or just overall finding more joy in your day-to-day life. To set yourself up for success regarding a goal that deals with your mental well-being, there's a lot of things that you can do to support yourself as you work towards achieving these goals, like going to therapy. I know that a really good one is BetterHelp. This is online-based therapy. You can either do Zoom or a phone call session or just an online messaging session, and they really work with your budget, and it's really affordable. So it's an awesome, awesome way to go to therapy And, you know, it works with your schedule instead of, you know, having that difficulty scheduling with a therapist like in your area. Also, spending more time with those in your support system like your best friend, a partner, a sibling, a parent, um, or growing your support system. So finally reaching out to that coworker that you have a lot in common with and you just feel like you would be really good friends with to go get drinks or coffee or something. Give yourself a self-care day each week. I like to allot my Sundays to self-care. This is where I kind of get my apartment in order. I do laundry. I wash my sheets. I wash towels. um, I do a face mask. I do a face scrub. I do a hair mask, all that kind of stuff. And it helps me really feel reset for the week ahead and in a really good mood. Try to do more things that make you happy and calm and lift your spirits. So something that I have been doing a lot more lately is I work from home. So I will go to a coffee shop if I just need a change of scenery because working from home and especially like in the fall and winter months where it's cold outside, it's really easy to spend all day in the house. And then learn meditation or attend yoga regularly. This is something that I want to do in 2023 work out more. Working out, it can be tough to get your butt to the gym, but it can actually make you feel so, so good and energized and just put you in a much better headspace overall. And then invest in little things that support your mental health, like the Calm app, um, an aromatherapy diffuser, crystals. So what about goals that surround your body and physical well-being? Say you want to work out more in 2023 eat a more nutrient-rich diet, or just feel better overall. So some things that you can do to set yourself up for success in this area 
is have an accountability partner. So someone that can hold you accountable and vice versa through conversation or maybe a workout buddy. So someone who goes on weekly or daily workouts with you. Or have a friend come over once a week to cook dinner and watch a movie and have wine and whatnot. Um, If you don't have an in-person close friend accountability partner, you could follow a fitness TikToker or Instagram or a YouTuber. Creators are great, so you could see their content more often and feel motivated. Um, Following a lot of these creators, so your For You page, your Explore page, yada, 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 has a lot more of the kind of content that promotes your 2023 body, physical, overall well-being goals. Um, Follow Facebook groups. So other methods of accountability, you can sign up for a series of classes so you fear losing your money. Okay, before you guys come for me, this is something that I do and it actually works really, really well. So I used to be really into core power yoga and I would sign up for a membership and it's kind of expensive, okay? But it's well worth it because Core Power Studios are so nice and their classes are so awesome. But I would be so scared of losing out on like $200. So I would make sure to go and completely use all of the classes in that membership. And for some reason, it just held me super accountable because money is important to me. Or maybe like a gym membership or class pass. Class pass is something that I've used before and is super, super cool because it allows you to do a variety of fitness classes. You can even get like facials and stuff like that or go to like sauna lounges. So class pass is absolutely awesome. Investing in products that motivate you and make you feel good. So get some cute new gym outfits. I've heard that Amazon has a lot of cute ones. I personally love Set Active. I also love Lululemon, Viore, Aloe. There's also Gymshark. Treat yourself to some new AirPods or AirPod Maxes if your budget allows for it or some new gym shoes. Romanticize your grocery shopping. So like I said, Pinterest board meal planning. Um, I recently got a lot of kitchen appliances for my birthday and Christmas because I am very passionate about the kitchen and cooking and baking and all that. And they just make me so excited to cook. Like I got a Nutribullet and I have been so excited to make like green smoothies every morning. Um, I got a KitchenAid mixer and that has been causing me to bake like cookies or something or brownies or blondies like multiple times a week. And I also got an air fryer for Christmas. I haven't busted that open yet, but I'm super, super excited about that. You can also support small businesses who sell awesome healthy foods and greens and supplements like Bloom Nutrition. And when I go to the farmer's market, I always see like homemade nut butters, nut milks, dairy-free coffee beverages, and fresh juices. And that just kind of like romanticizes my grocery shopping, you guys. Like I feel so much cooler when I am drinking like a fresh pressed juice from like one of the vendors at my local farmer's market and also just going to the farmer's market. Like it's such a fun activity. It romanticizes your grocery shopping and it's awesome. So let's talk about setting yourself up for success for a career goal. So educating yourself. If you want to make a career change, increase the odds of landing a position, make the switch from being employed to self-employed or Just educate yourself to educate yourself because that's absolutely awesome too. As I mentioned in my last episode, business mentors and coaches are awesome. There's coaches for literally everything like social media marketing, graphic design, social media. Um, 
there's even business coaches for people who want to become business coaches. Also, Skillshare, which this episode is sponsored by, is absolutely awesome. And courses are a much more budget-friendly way to go if you do not have the budget to invest in a one-on-one coach. Um, reading is also something that can really set you set you up for success in your career goals for 2023. Routines are also a great way to set yourself up for success. Establishing a solid sleep schedule, incorporating reading into your daily routines, creating an energizing morning routine to start your day off on the right foot, a relaxing and unwinding nighttime routine to really promote a good night's sleep. And finally, just in general, this can go for all different goals that you might have for 2023, vision boards. They're a great way to set yourself up for success when it comes to literally any and every goal that you might have for the new year. So having a constant reminder of your goals and visions and what you want is a great way to hold yourself accountable and remain consistent in working for your goals. Pinterest is the place, you guys. I am on Pinterest literally daily. If you missed my handles earlier, they are at Payton, P-A-Y-T-O-N, underscore Wink, W-I-N-K, and styled underscore social. So I just keep my vision board on there because I'm on there like literally every single day, pulling up recipes to cook for dinner, building my vision boards, looking at outfit inspo, makeup ideas, yada, yada, yada. So start on Pinterest. That is what I recommend to you guys. Start on Pinterest and create a board of pictures that inspire you, are aligned with your goals, and are what you want your life to look like in 2023. And I broke mine into sections. I think I did career goals. I did relationship goals. I did mental health goals, um, physical well-being kind of goals, travel goals, fun goals, whatever. Um, and there's tons of different formats that you can take for your vision board. Like I said, I just did Pinterest because I'm on there all the time. I will always see it. You can do, you know, if you're not as avid of a Pinterest user, you can do an actual physical vision board and that can be super, super cute. I used to do this at my parents' house when I lived there. I thrifted this really opulent, pretty wood carved frame. I spray painted it gold. It was gorgeous. I did like a little DIY push pin board with like a white marble looking fabric. And every, at the start of every new season, I would print out some pictures at Walmart from Pinterest and pin them up on my vision board. And it was such a cute addition to my room. Everybody loved it. And it also was just like a good reminder of my goals. I put some quotes on there and whatnot. It was super cute. Um, if you're in school and you use a binder, you can make like a little collage and get one of like those binders with the clear cover and you can slip that collage with your vision board into it. So every time you pull out your binder at school, you see your vision board. Um, you could make a vision board on Canva for your desktop or phone or tablet like your background or wallpaper. This is something that I'm going to do for my iMac as well as my MacBook. And you could even make a little journal. Like that's something that I thought about before. I think would be such a cute idea. I just do not have the time for it. But go to like TJ Maxx or Home Goods or something or Staples or Walmart. Get like a little journal. Go ahead and print out all of your pictures and quotes and just make it cute. 
So moving on to my personal goals for 2023, I'm just going to share them with you guys because why not? I want to speak them into existence. I also want to be able to come back to this episode in a year and kind of dive into what I achieved, what I didn't achieve and reflect. So I'll see you guys in a year. (laughs) So my mental health goals, I want to get to a place where my anxiety is at 10%, like I said, instead of like 50, 40. Right now it's at like a 50, 40 every every day. Um, I've had a really good past week, you guys, though. It's been like at a 10% this past week. But I know that I do have my days throughout the month that are like 50, 40%. I want it to be at like a consistent 10% and I can come off of my medication. I also want to adopt a practice into my life that involves movement and reduces stress and anxiety. So this might be getting back into yoga, maybe going back to core power or seeking out like a yoga studio around me. Um, I live in a downtown area and there's a lot of these super cute boutique yoga studios with like floor to ceiling windows. They're just absolutely gorgeous and look so nice. They're filled with plants. Um, I really want to find a new yoga home and just find and integrate something into my life that involves movement that also reduces stress and anxiety. So maybe maybe trying Pilates. I have never tried Pilates before, but that's definitely something that I want to do in 2023 is go to a Pilates class. If it's for me, it's for me. If it's not, then it's not. This might be stretching daily. I just, I don't know yet. I'll let you guys know. I also really want to learn to meditate. Back when I was in therapy in early 2022, my therapist had told me that meditation and mindfulness is so, so beneficial and important just for anybody, regardless of if you struggle with your mental health or not. Meditation and mindfulness are so beneficial, but I am someone who is just like, go, go, go. My mind is constantly on overdrive and I just have not like really figured out meditation, but this is something that I really want to learn to do. So maybe when I have a free and open afternoon, I want to watch some YouTube videos and teach myself how to meditate. This is something I really want to integrate into my daily routine. I also want to continue to educate myself as much as possible. So as I mentioned in the last episode, educating myself on anxiety, like reading books such as Unwinding Anxiety by Dr. Judson Brewer, these are all things that have really helped me get to a better place with my mental health, just educating myself on how the mind works, how my anxiety came to be, um, why it's a repetitive process. And I just want to continue to educate myself on mental health as much as possible. I also really want to help you guys as much as I possibly can when it comes to navigating mental health. I know that I'm one person. I can only do so much. But if sharing my story, my journey, and my experiences help you guys in some way, then that is all that I could ask for. I want to get the message out there that you can be successful and be the best possible version of yourself while dealing with mental health struggles because they're normal and they're a part of life and you are absolutely not alone. So moving on to my physical goals, as I mentioned a couple episodes ago, it's one of my goals to go to the gym four times a week. I have kind of been slacking, but then again, it's been like Christmas and stuff, but I want to be someone who can get into the gym at my apartment four times a week, whether I'm on the treadmill for 30 minutes, listening to a podcast, lifting, doing a yoga session on Peloton. I have the Peloton app, not the Peloton, but I have the app. (laughs) And they have 
a bunch of really awesome classes and yoga sessions and some are like 15 minutes, some are an hour, some are like really slow paced, some are really like high intensity and it's awesome and I love using that for workouts. Um, Like I said, I want to try Pilates. (laughs) I want to become involved in a class again regularly or at least just go to regular workout classes. Um, I want to cook more and eat out less. This is something that I have been doing really well over the past couple months after I moved into my new apartment. So I want to keep that up. Um, I want to treat myself to more good food and really learning to love food again. My anxiety for some time really got in the way of me truly enjoying food and eating nutrient rich foods and it really affected my health. So I want to learn to love food again. I want to go to some nice restaurants every now and again and get something really nice, treat myself, explore new foods, open my mind to new foods I haven't tried before. I also want to prioritize walking. I want to get, you know, my steps in every day. I don't know how many steps this is going to be and I don't really want to hold myself to a specific number of steps, but I want to just make sure that I get some walking in every single day. I also want to improve my posture. I feel like I have really bad posture. I work from home. I'm always sitting at a desk. I just got done with school, six years of college and then high school, middle school. I've been at a desk like nonstop for like literally my entire life and I can feel like my shoulders, like gravity pulling my shoulders forward and I just want to really work on my posture this year. I also, as I mentioned in the previous episode, I want to connect with a gastroenterologist about my stomach issues, put a name to what's going on. I really think it's anxiety-induced IBS, but I'm not too sure. (laughs) And discuss, you know, just diet and habits that can help me feel more comfy and experience less stomach issues. But what do we always say, you guys? Hot girls have stomach issues. I also want to grow my hair as long, thick, and healthy as possible. Over the past couple of years, I think just from a mix of stress and anxiety and dyeing my hair, you know, birth control, all of that kind of stuff, my hair has really thinned out and it's no longer the full, thick, waist length, beautiful, shiny hair that I had when I was like 16 years old. So I want to really take care of my hair you know, maybe take some biotin supplements, whatnot, just see how I can improve the condition of my hair over the next year. And last but not least for physical goals, I really want to romanticize my skincare routine. So not slacking. (laughs) I'm someone who believes in taking a little break from skincare every now and again, like maybe once a week, I will get out of the shower after double cleansing my face and not put any like moisturizers or serums or anything on my face. And I really believe in that because I feel like we should, you know, give ourselves a little break from skincare every once in a while. And I found that this really helps me, but like, I don't want to slack. So I'll allow myself like that one day a week where I go skincare less, but, and that doesn't, that doesn't include SPF. I always believe in wearing SPF every single day. I'm talking about like my nighttime skincare routine, but I don't want to like, be super tired, come home from like commuting for work one day, be super tired, come home and then just like consciously not do my skincare. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't want to do that. Um, so yeah, I don't want to slack on my skincare or maybe like when I'm on vacation, like I come back from like a night out or something like that, you know, you've been drinking, you just really don't want to do your skincare. Like I don't want to slack. 
if that makes sense. I want to gua sha daily. I have a gua sha and I really want to get into that daily, but I just like don't have the time for it. Or like I do have the time, but I just don't have like the motivation to do it, but I need to find that motivation. I really want to find some like TikTok videos that really explain how to do it. Show like before and after results after the span of a couple months or a year and just kind of like motivate myself to gua sha daily. Um, I want to invest in quality skincare products. I've been doing pretty well with this lately, but I want to just do some more like research on, you know, social media. TikTok is a great place to go for skincare research. There's a lot of like estheticians, dermatologists on there that really break down skincare products, our favorite skincare products that like Sephora and Ulta and whatnot, and which ones to stay away from versus which ones you should use, which ones you should use depending on like your skin type. So I really want to do some more research into that and just continue to invest in quality skincare products. And last but not least, I absolutely want to get more facials and massages this year. I feel like massages might really help with my posture goal and they're just super nice and they might also really help with my anxiety as well. So investing in yourself. I want to invest in myself. (laughs) I also get like one facial a year and I want to, you know, invest in my skin and get some more. Moving on to relationship goals. I'm going to try to speed this up a little bit. I have so many goals for the new years, you guys. Um, I want to spend more time with friends. I want to do another girls trip. I want to try and fit like one good solid girls trip into 2023. I did one in 2022. It was the funnest trip ever we went to vegas and it was so memorable such a good time and now if you're younger if you're like in high school or you're in college or whatnot everybody your friends you're still gonna remain friends with them but life is gonna get in the way people are going to get engaged they're gonna have families they're going to have a job that they're gonna have all of these commitments they're gonna have a home they're gonna have a pet whatever and it just becomes a lot harder to make time for your close, close friends. So really prioritize girls trips, spending more time with friends when you can. This is something that I definitely want to do for 2023. I also want to make more friends in my industry. I want to reach out to some more social media marketing girls that follow me and I follow them on Instagram and connect with some in my area and just have more industry friends. I also want to take some little trips with Derek. That's my boyfriend. Um, We're thinking about going to Vegas for for Valentine's Day. (laughs) That's our anniversary. Maybe Paso Robles in California, which is like a little wine country pocket. It's so beautiful there. You do a lot of wine tasting, visit all the wineries. Or maybe instead, like if the budget allows for it, Napa or Sonoma. Because we are planning for a big Europe trip at the start of 2024 so january 2024 that's the goal right now we want to go to maybe we haven't finalized like where exactly we want to go yet we're still in like the process of planning it out like what countries and cities are our priority but we really want to go to like paris london like amsterdam um rome I don't know. I don't know. This is still in the works. This is a fresh, a very new idea, but this is something we really want to do before, you know, responsibilities pack on and life gets in the way and, you know, we have bigger things that we have to put our money towards like a home and whatnot. So we want to plan for this big Europe trip and we want to save. So over the course of 2023, we want to buy our airfare, 
book our hotels, budget, meet our budgeting goals. Um, we haven't set all this up yet. This is just an idea, but this is something that we want to do in 2023. I also want to go on some more unique, fun dates with him. Like we live in Southern California and so we have Palm Springs and right now during the winter time, there is this gondola that takes you up to the mountains where you can go to the snow for a couple hours or like a day or whatever. I want to go to LA one day and visit Philippe's. He's never been to Philippe's. Um, I live fairly close to LA. I just like never go. I feel like that's the situation for like people that live around LA. They just like do not go because the traffic and everything and just how crowded it is. It's oftentimes like a pain in the butt to go and you live it. If you live in like the outskirts, it's really hard to like go. I mean, (laughs) if you live in LA and you're used to the traffic and you're used to like Ubering and like doing all that, that's one thing. But like if you live in the outskirts, it's like completely different. But an LA day would be really fun. I haven't gone in a minute. Philippe's is this really, really good French dip sandwich place. I've been a couple of times. It's amazing. You guys, I fold for a French dip sandwich. But he hasn't been there, so I want to do something like that. Maybe shop like Melrose, see Venice Beach. I've never been to Venice Beach, and I have grown up in Southern California my entire life. Crazy. Maybe do like a couple nights of a snow trip to like Big Bear, like Arrowhead, Mammoth, something like that. Um, I want to go to one of those restaurants with the cheese wheel really bad. Derek, if you're listening, you know that this has been on my bucket list for a long time. (laughs) Maybe like a concert or hiking, just a lot more like fun, unique dates with Derek. And then I also want to spend more time with my family. Of course, I now live a lot closer to them now that I'm out of college and I'm no longer living in San Diego. I am a quick 20 minute drive away from them, which is awesome. So I would really like to see my family more and spend more time with them. So my financial goals, I want to do a deep sweep of my finances. Like I mentioned in one of the previous episodes, just kind of like cancel any unwanted, unused subscriptions. Um, Yeah, (laughs) I want to focus on building my credit this year because I need to buy a new car. As I've mentioned in the previous episode I had some car troubles this year I have a Jeep Cherokee and I love 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 my car her name's Bonnie but she just started giving me trouble this year and I'm so bummed about it I love the Cherokee I love having a bigger car but it's just it's time to let her go so I'm thinking about buying myself a new car maybe in January February I don't know (laughs) and I also want to save for a home my own piece of property So I feel that it is very important to prioritize saving as well as building my credit this year so that I can achieve those things. And then maybe invest in the stock market. My dad and my brothers are very knowledgeable in this topic. So I would really love to sit down with them and talk about how I can safely, for someone who's not familiar with the stock market, (laughs) invest. Um, And I also want to begin building my retirement fund and just increase my savings. And then last but not least, my career goals for Styled Social in 2023. I mentioned this in the last episode. I will be launching my template packs and I want to continue to release more because 
designing template packs are so fun. And if you're unaware of what those are, it is basically a downloadable pack of templates for branding your Instagram, whether you're a business or you just want to have a branded Instagram. And the ones that are going to come out, I'm going to be releasing three in January and they are so cute, you guys. They're inspired by some of today's most poppin' brands and I'm in love with them and I would totally use them. But as you can tell, my branding for Styled Social is very neutral, whatever. Anyways, I want to hire an intern in fall of 2023. I'm already to a place in my business where some extra help would be wonderful, Um, but I want to hire an intern in fall of 2023 and maybe give someone from my alma mater, University of San Diego, um, a chance to work with me. And I just feel like that would be really fun. It'd be a great learning opportunity for them as well as myself managing somebody. Um, I want to monetize TikTok this year. I'm working on that right now. I want to land a super cool high ticket client whose products I am already obsessed with. I want to, I will be releasing courses. I can't really get into this yet because I need to keep my mouth shut on this, but I will be releasing courses, a couple different ones. So keep an eye out for that. Um, And then I want to land some more content creation slash brand deals as a sort of side hustle along with like doing client work for digital marketing clients. Um, I want to travel for work at least once this year. I think that that would be so cool. And then finally, continue to grow and provide value to my online community. So that is it for today's episode, you guys. This was a long one. I apologize. (laughs) But I hope you love it. I hope you found value. I hope you feel motivated to go into this new year as the best possible version of yourself. Um, yeah, I love you guys. Have the best new year ever. We are going to absolutely crush it this year and I will see you guys next Thursday.